You guys, we go to CrimeCon in 24 hours, less, more than 24 hours. Roughly 30 hours. God damn! Roughly. Roughly. Estimated 30 hours. Fast and loose math. Hard and quick. We're not nervous. We're totally okay. Everything's great. Tight and tubular. Everything's fine. It's fine. Never it's been more tight and fine. tubular. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. Should we just slide right in? That's how I prefer to enter anything. <laughs> just <laughs> sliding in. Slide, slide, slippity slide. Oh, well, first we should address... Oh, oh, how could we forget? Uh, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. We need to address... I feel that's my drum roll so seen so heard so heard so loved loved so held just cradled you don't just hear us you hear us hear us you guys i got so many letters and i love you all so much and it makes me so happy so much snail mail so much snail mail so i am like a psychopath, gonna yes. save your addresses and like send you guys shit. <laughs> but you know, uh, we have a new addition to our yeah. our display over here. We oh. have a beautiful cat, which she we did not yeah. say the name of, but I'm assuming it's like Chester. Mm, I feel like he looks like an Oliver. <gasps> he does look like an Oliver. He's so astute. He is so astute. He's like, mm, he looks cat. so fucking handsome. I want to touch his nose. We don't even know. Is he a he? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think she said he. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love him. Yeah, he's so fucking cute. Love him. He lives with us now. Yeah, he's um he's ours. So we got we got pictures of of your pets and we got fucking handwritten you know lovely what? letters. What? We need a picture of Buck in here. We absolutely do. <gasps> we don't have Buck. We I have, mean, we could just well, print actually, one. We might. Is it on that board? It might be. I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like I've just seen him a lot. So yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, my yeah. She sends pictures all the time. <laughs> but I wanted to say thank you guys. I appreciate the fuck out of you. Hell yeah. And I really just, I feel so seen. I feel so heard. I you don't know so, how much we love those? I feel so appreciated. As soon as we get it. those, we get such a boost. Such a boost. Like, and I, oh my God. Oh I my God. save them and I wait until I have Stacy here so that I can open them and read them with her. That's literally what we did right before we hit record. <laughs> exactly. So. I was plugging shit in and she's reading shit. <laughs> I appreciate it. And you all have lovely handwriting. You do. Thank you, guys. Thank You're you. amazing. Gah. So, so now we, gonna, we can slide in. Now we can slippity slide in? Now okay. we'll slippity um, slide in. I think my goddamn and your goddamn are on par with each other. Pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. what they have been, like, every fucking week, because mm-hmm. we're minorly panicking. Mm-hmm. But not panicking. Everything's great. Everything's fine. I was so confident last week. I think it's minorly denying. Yeah. Majorly panicking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a minor in denial. Yeah. I am ter- not terrified, but um, no stressed. <laughs> A little terrified. I was telling uh, Armand and Lee out there, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I have to be at like a two-level buzz so that I can talk to people. And Lee goes, this really isn't your thing, is it? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know why Stacy signed us up for this. <laughs> I keep signing us up for more shit, too. You do. Maybe that should be my goddamn. Oh, it should. Is that. That we- should be mine. 
<laughs> and it should be yours, but like we might be doing some interviews on the red carpet of CrimeCon. Yeah. We no, don't know yet. We don't know yet. No big but deal. But there might be some super awesome, super secret content coming your way. Yeah. People are reaching out and they're like, would you guys like to talk to us about um, stuff? Very important stuff yeah. that's very serious. And, and we're like, for sure. Uh, we need to take a Do you know that we're tone. offensive? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think they know. I don't think they know. I, we literally had this conversation. Aaron was like, well, hopefully they know who we are. And I was like, well, they had to Google our podcast name. And she's like, they have to do their research. Listen to one episode before they're like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Talk about my kid. <laughs> I mean, it's called I Said Goddamn. They literally had to Google that to get our email to contact us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm hearing you, and I have the same concerns. Yeah. But also... We are who we are, baby. Love me for me. Yeah. Not because I have an offensive podcast or because I don't know how to sing, but how also because I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah. If you can't handle us at our worst, you you don't deserve us at our best. Hashtag. God, we're not confident in any of this. Basic Listen, white girls. <laughs> I Okay. So I guess my real goddamn, though, is that mm. I am fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like, we've done 800 million exciting things in a row. And I think CrimeCon coming up, I am, like, beyond. Like, honestly, guys, in my eyes, I feel like we have arrived as a podcast. I am so proud of us. I know I've said this before. I'm not trying to toot our own horn. But, like, honestly, <laughs> toot our own horn. I like, still feel like an imposter. Yes. Oh, 100%. They're going to figure us out. Like, yeah. instantly, we're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Like, any but... minute, people are going to be like, hold on. <laughs> That's not who I agreed to. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, do we? You want your badge back? <laughs> I'm sorry. Get out of here, guys. I'm sorry. But I think now I'm like, just so burned out from everything. It's like the calm before the excitement. Yeah. My body is just like, okay. Maybe this is you disassociating. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Like, my body's just like, okay, next, next, next. Get yeah. the next thing done. Get the next thing done. So it doesn't feel real in my head yet. Oh, my God. But we're going to be, like, walking into that ballroom. <laughs> the champagne ballroom. And I'm going to be like, ah, yes. oh, fuck. <laughs> Do I need to pack a gown? We're going to look so janky. I don't think Will's going to fit in my backpack. <laughs> no, we have no room for anything. It's all podcast stuff. We're bringing four suitcases, all podcast stuff, and we each get our own carry-on backpack for our actual clothes. So we're going to look ragged as fuck, but, like, our booth is going to look janky as fuck. <laughs> I'll wear my ball gown on the plane so that I don't have to pack it. <laughs> We could just wear all of our clothes on the plane. I considered it. I was like, if I if these shirts don't fit, I'm just gonna put them all fucking on. eight smalls, some mediums, <laughs> get up to large. <laughs> oh man, my second goddamn is that I have a cramp in my back rib. If that's a thing, mm. it's like is that like your mick rib? Yeah, it's on my mick rib on the left side, and it started at work today. And is it, it for keeps a limited time only? Fucking striking. I hope it's only limited time <laughs> only. I don't want this shit fucking year round. That shit better be seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your goddamn Aaron? It's the podcast. It's this fucking bullshit that you signed me up for every goddamn time, <laughs> and and then people are like, "Would you like to talk about professional things and do an interview?" And you're like, "Absolutely." Fucking lutely. I'm good at pretending. Let's pencil you in. And I'm like, you realize 
who we are, right? You realize you don't have to pencil shit in. Like, we're available 100% of the time. I'll check out our schedule. Let me talk to my people and I'll get back to you. Yeah, we're we're meeting with our media guy, a.k.a. one of our besties. Yeah, or I'm over here like, can I put fucking tequila in a camelback? How do I? <laughs> you were trying to figure out drugs and tattoos for the trip. He was, like, all serious. Like, all right, guys, what's the itinerary? And you're like, we're getting tattoos. I'm like, how do we bring drugs <laughs> on the plane and not get caught <laughs> and are we getting tattoos bestie tattoos necessary right uh obviously and 100 percent, we're doing all of those things i think so too he was like i'll put that in my notes <laughs> thank He's, you d- we don't deserve him we really don't we really don't <laughs> Oh, goddamn, guys. Anyway, but because of him, we might have some super awesome shit to share with you guys from CrimeCon. Yeah. yeah. Also, we have a virtual booth. I don't know what that means. And there was like a session to tell us what that meant, and we did not attend. So really, we do not belong. I attempted to attend it late. And oh, that was kind uh, of you. got distracted. Yeah. So. Listen, guys, all these other big important podcasts have like entire crews and villages. Mm-hmm. It's just us and Armand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Critty. And Jamie Ann. And Jamie Ann. Yeah, we have a village. We have a village. It's just it like a, a village. It's like a paper town village. <laughs> right? Like, we're all faking it. We're all fucking faking it. We're like, yeah, yeah, Except yeah. Except yeah, yeah. Jamie Ann. She's like, I'm just going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you a beer and let you know where the planet moolahs are. I'll mm-hmm. scope those out as we walk through the casinos. <laughs> There's one. This one looks shiny. Aaron's going to like it. <laughs> that girl has a nice hat. Aaron's going to like that, too. <laughs> we should show Aaron that girl's hat so we can make friends. Boom. And then she's going to be like, drink your water. <laughs> oh, thank God. I know. We need her. I know. Anyway, guys, obviously, we're super fucking excited. Super fucking excited. Tell. I'm so excited. This is going to be a shit show. It's going to be perfect. All right. Are you ready to talk about murder? Hell yeah, I am. Shoot. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shoot. What do you think I came here for? Uh. To my backyard. <laughs> in my pajamas. To hang out with me. Yeah, exactly. So this week, yes. I am going to tell you about Todd Colehip. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Why am I saying what? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Todd was born March 7th, 1971 in Florida. Florida? Florida. What kind of name is Florida? <laughs> okay. This is just like nothing but like Facts. family guy. Oh. Family guy references the rest of this thing. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, basically. Okay. So his parents divorced when he was pretty young, and he lived with his mom, who ended up remarrying another man. Mm -hmm. By the time he was nine years old, he was kind of a pretty messed up kid. Uh Uh-oh, that sucks. Yeah, but in, like, the more aggressive way. Like, Mm. he was a bully, and... (gasps) What a dick. Yeah, he would get in fights in school, and he would, like break other kids' stuff, and beat people up, whatever, right? That sounds awful. He started therapy. And, oh, good. Yeah, right? His mom was fucking trying. Yeah. They said that he was explosive. Oh, shit. And, quote, preoccupied with sexual content. And he was nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, sounds like any teenager. Nine-year-old? Oh, <laughs> I okay. Teenager, I was like, but... I don't remember that at nine, but, like, maybe they're getting younger. But this is <laughs> 19, well, 70, this is 1980 now, right? Now, did he have, like, an abusive home? Kind of doesn't sound like it if his mom's getting him therapy and shit. I mean, I don't think that his mom was necessarily abusive, but he didn't ever get along with his stepdad. Mm, it didn't so he's, say, like, retaliating in that way. I mean, okay, maybe. Gotcha. It didn't specify that he was, like, abused by his stepdad or anything like that, but it's just, like, they never really got along. And well, it's kind of like... His parents were divorced at an early age. He yeah. was just... 
Isn't not that kind of like the st- how the story goes, right? right? Like you don't ever really like your step parent. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not my real dad. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So this therapist also discovered that he was hurting animals. <gasps> Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We are wrong. Mm-hmm. Not a good path. He had shot a dog with a BB gun. <gasps> and what a fuck face. Yeah. It, the dog didn't die. I'm yeah, pretty it's a sure. BB gun. Yeah. But like, it was pretty fucked up, right? Yeah. And then he killed a fish by putting bleach in its tank. That's a little weird on purpose, or yeah. was it just like, the fishes need to be clean? Well, I don't know if he intended to kill it, but I'm pretty sure that he knew that that was not something that you do to fish. Minor confession that I might have confessed to um, on this podcast. I did not kill a fish okay. <laughs> that I am aware of. I'm okay. pretty sure it was already dead. But one time when I was younger, my dad used to always make ponds and shit, like in the everywhere we lived, in the mm-hmm. front yard. They, he'd be like, and now we have a pond. And there would always be fish in it. And one time we were leaving, we were moving, and I walked outside and there were goldfish laying in the walkway next to the pond. And they were like big goldfish, but they were definitely like the 25-cent feeder ones that I think my dad just tossed in there. And I don't know if they had died and he had pulled them out or if he was just like well we're moving and just threw him on the lawn to kill him I can't imagine my dad would have done that I'm just, I feel like he would have been like good luck yeah <laughs> at least so they must have died but I saw said dead goldfish and I was like goldfish eyes are weird and I took a butter knife and I popped the goldfish eye out okay <laughs> it doesn't pop out like you think it would just for the record never thought it would <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought it was going to be like a fucking sticker or something. And listen, you can't judge me. You cut off a birdie's head or some shit and stuck it on a stick. I was literally going to remind you that you judged me for that shit when you're okay. over here fucking trying to pop out goldfish eyes. Okay, I feel like a bird has so much more of a soul than a goldfish, a feeder goldfish. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were the determiner of souls. I am at this <laughs> moment in time when I am judging you in my head. Also, I distinctly remember you had a goldfish with one eye. Okay, well, it wasn't that one. Why did I? Oh, did the other fish eat its eye? I can't keep track of all the fucking fishes I've had in my life. My dad used to have so many, and they would all die all the time. I'm like, Dad, stop. We're not good at fish keeping. I'm concerned about you. It's fine. I got over it. I didn't do anything else with it. It was already dead. I was curious about anatomy. I told you that the fucking bird was already dead, and you were like, it doesn't matter. Okay, I didn't put its head on a stick and, like, put it outside to warn all of the other. Out of curiosity as to what an eyeball is made of. I was curious as to getting the heart out of the bird. I don't understand the difference in your mind. And then you put its head on a stick to display to all the other birds. It wasn't to display to all the other birds. It just happened to go on a stick. (laughs) I feel like you're a little too defensive about it. I feel like you don't understand that these are exactly the same scenarios when we were kids. And you're like, you're so fucking weird. I can't relate. They're not the same. They say it's the same, and it is the same. (laughs) It isn't the same. (laughs) Anyway, so what else was this guy doing? So, let me tell you the rest. (laughs) So, he was so bad with other children that he was actually sent to live in a psychiatric hospital as an inpatient. Wow. For three and a half months. That's interesting. And then by 1983, when Todd was 12 years old, his mom and stepdad separated, which... Kind of like I said earlier, he didn't really care for his stepdad anyway. Okay, so so he's like, like, whatever, right? But his mom was like over Todd's shit at this point. Yeah. And so even though he hadn't seen his biological dad in eight years, oh, his mom sent Todd to live with him in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, you haven't been a dad in forever? Here you go. Take this one. Mm-hmm. He's irritating me. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't been a dad in eight years. Yeah. And also, he only ever had a three-year-old, right? Like, <laughs> Right? And then he's like, oh, fucking 12? Got it. Um, no problem. I can take care of that. Yeah. Kid, this is called uh, Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have six Schlitz, please. So he's also moving from, like, South Carolina to Arizona now. So he's moving fucking far away to go oh, live with his dad, right? But maybe this will be good for him. I'm Maybe. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate. We all know this is this not going to be good. We all know well. this is where nobody's going to pay attention and he's going to start murdering. So, okay. Dad wasn't really the best influence either. Mm. As it turns out, he mm. wasn't trained in being a father. Okay. Right? Interesting. I don't know if he had any other kids or anything. So I can't say that he hadn't been a dad this whole time. Gotcha. But, yeah. but he wasn't good at it regardless. He wasn't good at it regardless. He had a weapons collection. Oh, good. Full Which, access, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But also, like, who doesn't have a weapons collection, right? But. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. Totally. For sure. Actually, I don't. (laughs) But Todd, during this time, started his own collection of weapons at his dad's house. Oh, good. And then his dad was like, guess what else? Fucking life skills, right? And he taught him how to make bombs and explosives and blow shit up, right? Yeah. Whose dad doesn't teach you how to make a bomb? Literally, my dad did. My dad did, too. Okay, good. I was yeah. like, I don't know if that part was a joke. Not like a legit bomb? <laughs> no, no, no. It was like small bombs. Because yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, hey, dad, someone at school brought a bomb, and this is how it was. And he was like, I bet we could that recreate that. <laughs> that won't work. Physics alone, that won't work. Physics alone. And then we shot at it with a BB gun to try and make it explode. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so everything seemed... Great. Okay. Paradise. You know? So, for a 12-year-old, this kid is fucking living the dream, right? He's got weapons. He's blowing shit up. Everything's fine. Hell yeah. But dear old dad had, like, a few girlfriends Uh that he would spend more time with than Todd. Yeah. So, Todd kind of felt like he was, you know, second fiddle. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit left out. And he eventually wanted to go back to his mom's house. Oh. But she wouldn't let him. She's like, you cannot bring your weapon right here. Well, it was more like, ah, there's some so much going on. Sorry, I can't hear you. Phone line's breaking up. Bye. Mm-hmm. I have crime con next week. So. That's sad, actually. It's really fucking sad. Yeah, yeah your mom doesn't also, want you. Like, he sounds like he's being a dick pack there. Well, he was, absolutely. But you're a mom. It's still sad. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty fucked up circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know. Here we are. So on November 25th, 1986, Todd was 15 years old at this point, mm-hmm. and he kidnapped Uh-oh. a 14-year-old girl who lived near him. Oh, Jesus. He had a 22 caliber revolver, and he forced her to go with him back to his house where he tied her up. Oh, no. Taped her mouth shut and raped her. <gasps> at 15? 15. Did he know her? I think that he had, like, seen her around the neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. Yeah. When that was all said and done, he walked her back home and told her that if she told anyone, he would hurt her younger siblings. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Abs of fucking lonely. Ugh. But this girl was like, absolutely. I'm not going to tell anyone. Cool, 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 cool. And then she told fucking everyone. Oh, good. She was good like, for her. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Not today, motherfucker. Not going to get away with that shit. Mm-hmm. So Love it. Todd was arrested. He was charged with kidnapping, sexual assault, and committing a dangerous crime against children. Okay, that does sound dangerous. Very. Mm-hmm. So they did psychiatric tests on him, mm-hmm. and 
it turns out that he had an IQ of 118. Interesting. Which is high, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he also had borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's a thing anymore or if that's still what it's called. And I apologize if I'm offending anyone in that I genuinely do not know. Yep. Correct border, me if I'm wrong. Borderline. It's just borderline. <laughs> it's just on the border. Exactly. And they the- serve chips and salsa there. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> But the judge also didn't believe that he could be rehabilitated. Oh, wow. Okay. They were like, he's got some fucking emotional damage. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. That's sad. This whole thing is sad. I'm wondering, like, what happened? Because, like, I get that. Like, his parents went through a divorce and that's rough. Yeah. But, like, whoa. But, like. But maybe it's, like, genetics. It could be genetics or it could just be this one kid, like, I don't know, that was fucking dropped. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, anything is possible because a lot anything of people have divorced parents and most of them don't end up as mm-hmm. on podcasts. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I see what you did there. So, Judge was like, this guy is fucked up, right? Not good. So, Todd took a plea deal and he pleaded guilty to kidnapping. So that they would drop the other charges, right? Okay. He was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. While he was in prison, because he Mm. did serve time. Yeah. While he was in prison, he got a bachelor's degree in computer science. Oh, okay. He was released in 2001 after serving 14 years, and he moved back to South Carolina to be near his mom. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. He got a job as a graphic designer. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we got co-workers here. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I might know him. Oh. Who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> and he went to school again to study business administration slash marketing. Oh, okay. We're just double dipping in all of our majors on this podcast. Oh, okay. So he's us. He's us. He's us. Okay. So Who do you went, work for? <laughs> something went terribly wrong in his in his past, and he became us. Yeah, okay. Right? Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. So when Todd graduated, he got his real estate license. And oh, my God. He's just doing everything. He was like, I can't decide, but I'm going to do all the things that are going to make me a lot of money, right? Okay. And he started his own fucking firm. Well, he has everything he needs. He's got the marketing degree and the graphic design ability. He's like, I'll make my own business cards. Yeah. I know how to make a business. I know what to how to attract my target audience. My business is going to be real estate. Yeah. So he was yeah. just fucking on it, right? Yeah. He ended up being pretty successful, and oh. he got his private pilot's license. He was like— Oh, God damn it. Okay. He's like, listen. Now he's flying in the skies. I've been in jail for too long, prison yeah. for too long. I'm mm-hmm. going to do all the things. Yeah. Right? Pilot's I believe license. I can fly. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to touch that sky. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's up there. I know it. Yeah. I've only been looking at it through a window in prison. Through tiny little bars. Yeah. I've seen these little planes fly by. I'm going to do that. I'll be up there one day. Here I am. And then he did. Oh, wow. And so really, you're just telling us a success story. <laughs> exactly. And he did nothing else. Nothing wrong. went wrong after that. <laughs> he even had homes out of state. He bought fucking 100 acres of land. <gasps> My dream. Mm-hmm. You have a compound. He fenced that bitch in, Ooh. which cost a shit ton of money to That's fence a lot in 100 fence. acres. Yeah, exactly. Why would he fence it in? That's kind of weird. He's like, this cattle? My property. Okay. Stay off. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. trespassing. Mm, that was a weird emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, you know, he's doing pretty pretty fucking good for himself, right? All right, I like that. 
Some people who worked with him described him as professional. Aggressive. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressive. Aggressively professional and outgoing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. While others Uh-oh. said he was kind of creepy <gasps> and uh-huh. would often watch porn while at work. What the fuck? So I that mean. That was a weird turn. <laughs> So, I mean, they're like, like, totally normal, just a little creepy, and he's really into, like, totally professional as long as you're not looking directly at his computer. Yeah. Right? Also, he plays pocket pool a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Touching his waistband an awful lot. Nobody really likes to go... Near his dick. By his side of the desk, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. There was also a waitress at a Waffle House where... Oh, not the Waffle House. Oh, a Waffle House. He frequented said Waffle House. Oh, who wouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. And she said that all the female employees were, like, super skeeved out by him, Mm. right? Mm. And Mm, they would often have the male cook take his order instead of actually waiting on him. They're like, "Mm, you fucking deal with that guy. Oh, wow. He's a creep. Yeah, he was that bad, huh? Mm -hmm. That creepy. What was he doing that was so creepy? Was he just like, I like your tits? Like, what was happening? I don't know. Or is he like, hun, can you, and, like, touching their hands a lot or something? Inappropriate. Touching. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was watching porn at work, so I can't He's imagine like, that it was real subtle at the <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> you know, if I'm trying to be professional, if I'm going to be professional anywhere, it's at the Waffle House. It's at the Waffle House, right? You don't want to get a bad rap at the Waffle House. <laughs> I mean, waitresses deal with so much fucking bullshit. Oh so God, I seriously. can only imagine if they're refusing to deal with someone. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, for sure. So even though he was a registered sex offender because of the rape when he was the whole years rape old. thing back because there. of that whole thing that he mm-hmm. spent fifteen years in prison for, yeah. right? Fourteen. Don't exaggerate. Sorry, you're right. Jesus, Jesus. Thank God someone's story. listening. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of seemed to be on the straight and narrow, right? Yeah, except he for, seems like he's doing well, except for the whole creeper part. But listen, if he he's a creep, yeah. yeah. But if he don't touch, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's on the fucking straight and narrow. Just maybe a bit strange, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But remember how I said he liked to collect weapons when he was a kid? I do recall. Oh, you do recall. Mm-hmm. Well, he still did enjoy collecting weapons. Only... Didn't stop. No, he didn't stop. But also, he's a felon, so, so he's he not allowed to own weapons. Did he just make them? No. He had a buddy. <laughs> oh. And this buddy was Dustin Lawson. Mm. Dustin knew that Todd was a felon, but he was like, pfft government can't keep me down right? yeah not today not now not ever it's like don't worry about it baby i got you i don't let the man tell me what i can and cannot do mm-hmm. like, that's my second amendment right mm. and yours mm. even though it shouldn't be because you're a felon but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you said you gotta be cool man and then yeah. you weren't cool so like now nah, you can't have it yeah 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 but dustin was like bullshit yeah bullshit i'll get you that shit so yeah, dustin, you need to defend your property dustin would go out and buy these guns and give them to todd right okay Seems like a terrible idea, Dustin. Horrible idea. Yeah. 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 I never met a Dustin that, like, ever had a great idea. Same. (laughs) (laughs) They're all fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. They, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) I've never met, like, just like a, what's up, I'm Dustin, and they're, like, in a suit and tie and, like, chill as fuck. I mean, there was a Dustin in high school who was, he was pretty cool. I don't remember him being, like, insane or anything. I think he got stabbed, though. See? <laughs> Is that the dude who sneezed on my arm? I'm pretty sure his name was Dustin or Justin. I can't remember. Justin can go either way. But Dustin, always fucking batshit crazy. I don't know. I don't remember For who sure. sneezed on your arm in high school. <laughs> How do you not remember that event? 
in the class that you weren't even in. I'm glad it was a core memory for you. Though. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. It's like, that's disgusting. That dude. sounds gross. But I'm pretty sure his name was Dustin. And that just fucking solidifies my point. I mean, if it, your name is Dustin, tell me, show me a Dustin who isn't batshit crazy. If you name your kid Dustin, they're gonna be batshit crazy. They're gonna be fun as shit. Yeah. But batshit crazy. Okay, go on. So over the course of their friendship, mm-hmm. Dustin and Todd, between 2012 and 2016, Dustin bought Todd at least 12 guns and five oh my silencers. God. Five? Five silencers. And at no time was... was Dustin, Dustin like, like, this seems like a bad idea. This no. is a lot. This is no. a lot, man. I've he done this like, 12 times already. He was like, no, this is a great idea. Was he making like a lot of money off of it? I don't know. I'm assuming Todd was obviously paying for them. Maybe he was paying yeah. extra. Maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe so Dustin was dipping his toe in the arms dealer fucking mm. pool. <laughs> but either way, Dustin would go buy the guns, like register them to himself, say they're for himself, and then sell them to Todd. Right? It's so crazy that nobody's like, 12, 12 guns? Dustin, you think you're done yet? This is South Carolina. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, guns? Here's some more. Take, we have a take one, leave one? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like a, a penny. Yeah, take a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> it's like take a bullet, leave a bullet. Oh, God. <laughs> so, cut to 2003. Okay. Todd went out and bought a motorcycle from Superbike Motorsports in Chesney, South Carolina. All right. Very specific. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for one reason or another... He didn't like it. He wanted to return it, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to return the bike, but the employees basically laughed him off, saying, like, mm, sucks to suck, man. That's operator error. Sucks you can't ride a bike, right? That seems really like a silly way for somebody to handle that, but okay. Mm-hmm. Can you not return bikes? Um, I mean, maybe they were like, we won't give you all your money back, yeah. but, like, we'll buy it for much, much less. Oh, okay. But they're basically like, it's not our fault. You don't know how to ride a bike, right? Is that why he was returning it? Like, he didn't know how to ride it? I don't know. So this is all alleged by Todd's mom Mm. that, like, these people were making fun of him and embarrassing him for not (gasps) knowing how to ride a bike. Oh, no, this is why it's such a specific place. Okay, I'm with you. I'm Mm -hmm. with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. But we don't actually know what happened or what was said, right? Mm. But apparently Todd had attempted to return the bike and the employees wouldn't refund it. And so on November 6, 2003... Todd went back to the Superbike Motorsports and entered through the back door. He first saw Chris Sherbert, who was a 26-year-old mechanic, and he shot him multiple times. Oh, my God. Then he entered the main showroom and shot Beverly Guy, who was 52 years old. Oh, God. She was I the- never want to die at work. Oh, my God, right? Oh, in a showroom where you're having to show people shit. <laughs> Sounds so hard. Especially right now, I can't see. <laughs> I don't even know what I have to show you. <laughs> she was the bookkeeper and the mother of the owner. <gasps> oh, how sad. Mm-hmm. It was like a family business? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So at this point, the employees are like fucking scrambling, right? Yeah. They're trying to escape. And Todd catches up to Brian Lucas, who was a 29 year old service manager. He catches up to him in, like, the main doorway trying to leave, mm-hmm. and he shoots him oh multiple gosh. times. And then Scott Ponder, who was the owner, who was 30 years old, he had made it all the way to the parking lot. And Holy shit. Todd got there Did he him. know his mom got shot? I don't know. Oh. I'm assuming so, probably. That's why he booked it. Oh, God. Yeah. He shot each of them multiple times, and they all died from their injuries. <gasps> How sad. Here's the thing. I'm listening. 
Police had no idea who had done it. What do you mean? They didn't know who did it. Like he just left? There were no fucking witnesses. Everybody died. <gasps> so he just left and went about his life. Did somebody like go to order a motorbike or something and they were like, uh, uh-oh. There's been a fucking massacre? <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But wow. they had no like real connection to Todd. So. Yeah. It was literally like he just went to go buy a motorbike. Mm-hmm. Do they have it on record that he tried to return it? Not that that would be a hot lead, but. I think that they did. They had like that. I don't know. He was like a hostel or whatever, em- not employee, customer. Yeah. Okay. But it like wow. never led anywhere. And they didn't have like surveillance or anything. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my God. So that was in 2003. Okay. Now cut to August 31st, 2016. He got away with it that long? He got away with it that fucking long. What the fuck? Yeah. That town has to be so pissed. Like, an entire store was murdered. Yeah. And they don't have a single fucking clue. Like, they didn't have a footprint in the dirt. Right. They didn't have a shell I don't know if they had, like, single clues or anything like that, but they did not know that it was Todd. Wow. So, now we're at August 31st, 2016. Kayla Brown and her boyfriend, Charles Carver, who were 30 and 32 years old, Mm -hmm. went missing. Uh Uh-oh. They were hired to do some landscaping and clear some brush from a property that Todd owned. Hmm. Mm, Suspicious. Super suspicious. A couple of days after they went missing, there were some posts on Charles's Facebook page that seemed different than his normal posts. Okay. And also his friends were like, yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while. So, like, this seems like someone else is posting for him. Right? How do you get their logins? I don't know, maybe like their phone or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So this prompted friends to be like, well, what the actual fuck? And get police like to look into it more or, you know, become more fucking alerted. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking fix this. Exactly. Like something's happening. Something is wrong. This isn't Charles, right? Mm -hmm. So police traced their cell phone records and found the last place their phones were pinging. Mm-hmm. And on November 3rd, police started a search in the area. They came across a storage container. <gasps> no. And they heard banging coming from inside. Shut the fuck up. I will not. No. I will not. Yeah. Okay. Police were able to break the locks on the outside of the container and they got it open. Inside, they found Kayla alive, chained by the neck. <gasps> oh, my God. What the actual fuck? Is this the one where there's like a video of it and you can watch it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard of this. Yeah. But I didn't know all that other shit. I just have heard that there's like a video that you can watch. I haven't even seen it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I remember when it happened. Yeah. And it was like, Jesus Christ, they found someone in a fucking storage container. Chained up by her neck? Yes. Yeah. So they obviously get her out and asked her, like, hey, like, what the fuck happened? What are you doing here? What happened here, right? Yeah. I assume you're not here willingly. Yeah. <laughs> On account of all of this. I'm going to go ahead and guess. Mm-hmm. This is not a preference of y'all's. No. And she said that Todd had shot Charles in front of her, <gasps> her boyfriend. Oh, And thing. then had taken her hostage in the storage container, and right? I know what he was doing, I'm sure. Yes. She had been raped. Fuck her. Like every day while she was there. Oh my God. And she said that Todd tormented her by and like kind of threatened her into not 
trying to escape uh-huh. by showing her the graves of other people that he had killed oh my on God. his property. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. There's more? Yes. So, Is this why he bought 100 acres? Like a giant fucking boneyard? Basically. Are you kidding me? So obviously Todd was arrested. Obviously. Like, as soon as the police the found fuck, Kayla. Todd? Yeah, they're like, uh, can't have that. No. Police did a full search of the area and his property, and they found Charles' car in a ravine covered by brush, right? Mm-hmm. Like on Todd's property. Oh, God. And they found two other bodies. Mm-hmm. The bodies belonged to Johnny Coxie, who was 29 years old, and his wife, Megan Lee McCraw Coxie, who was 26 years old. Okay. They had been reported missing on December 22nd in 2015, so oh, the previous year. so pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After they were hired to do some work on Todd's property. Don't go work for Todd, man. Don't go work for Todd. Mm, Todd's a shady-ass motherfucker. And Megan was actually one of the waitresses at the Waffle House who always felt uncomfortable around <clears throat> Todd when he would come in. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, and she's dead on his property? Mm-hmm. So she went to go work for him? Well, she, like, went to, I don't know, I guess clear brush or something for him. But, but she was creeped out by him. Yeah. That's so, so sad. So maybe it was one of those, like, I mean. Desperate for money Either or desperate or, like, maybe it's in my head. You know, like, well, oh. it's fine. I'll just do this thing. He's not even going to be around. I'll clear some brush for 100 bucks or whatever the fuck it was, you know. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Police were able to determine that Johnny had been shot in the torso around December 19th. And Megan was killed about a week later. On or around Christmas. Was she in that holding cell thing? I don't know. storage container? I don't know. But she was kept for at least a week. A week longer. (gasps) Yeah. That's horrifying. Fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. So we don't know what happened to her during that time, but I'm assuming it's the same thing that Kayla was going through. Yeah, like, do you think he was getting girls out there by bringing the dudes with him so that they felt safe and then he would just shoot them and then... Probably. ...rape them? Probably. So were the girls also shot? Or that girl? So Megan was Megan was shot in the head. And that was her cause of death. Wow. Yeah. So police also found multiple weapons and guns on the property and a shit ton of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. It also turns out that he had been leaving reviews on Amazon for things that he had purchased. Okay. But they seem like the joke reviews that you come across, right? Yeah. So one was for a folding shovel, and it said, quote, keep in car for when you have to hide the bodies, and you left the full-size shovel at home. Oh, my God. They were real reviews. They were real reviews. Shut the fuck up. Or he left reviews for padlocks. And he, it was like, oh, like nobody's going to get through here or whatever. Like, they, Yeah, nobody's broken through it yet. They're not going to be able to get in here or by the time they do, they're going to be old or something like that. Oh, my God. That's fucking sick, dude. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's those, like, it's those, it's a joke review, right? You read yeah, like that you and read you think, like, yeah. <laughs> stupid. Somebody's joking around. Yeah, somebody's you... just being stupid. Nope, this guy was fucking murdering people. Oh, and he was like, this shovel came in handy. Thanks a lot. Right? It was great for burying the bodies on my property. What the fuck? Damn. That's crazy. He's like right in front of us all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's obviously arrested all that, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it, Todd. God damn it, Todd. You can't just keep people. And yeah. kill people. Yeah. 
So in exchange for being allowed to talk to his mom and transfer some money to his friend's kid's college account. Awkward, weird. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all blood money. Mm-mm. Todd confessed to the murders of Megan and Johnny and the four murders of the Superbike store in Chesney. Were they So they weren't even on his radar? He, he wasn't on their radar for that? Nope. And he admitted, like, confessed or whatever during that, that he had shot all four of those people in the forehead, which is something that the police had kept from the public just in case. Wow. So it definitely was him. He's not just, He you know. shot all of the people in the motorbike store in the forehead? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. That's terrifying to me. Like, yeah, facing, you know, I, know. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, I don't like it. So when he was talking to his mom, she asked him how many people he had killed. And he said, quote, you don't have enough fingers. So 11. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so police have tried to link other murders or disappearances to him, but so far had been unsuccessful. Right. Mm-hmm. Todd was ultimately charged with seven counts of murder and two counts of kidnapping. Jesus Christ. Possession of a weapon during commission of a violent crime. (laughs) And he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Wow. This was a plea bargain that he got so that he wouldn't get the death penalty. Oh, my God. Now, Dustin Lawson, the guy who bought all the guns for Todd, was eventually charged with 36 federal firearm charges. 36? Yeah. I'm assuming for, like, buying him ammo, buying him silencers, buying him the fucking 12 guns, all that shit, right? He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to eight years and three months in prison, and he will be released in November of 2024. Wow. Do you think he's like, damn. I fucking hope so, man. Like... You just you're just trying to make help murder a bunch of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if you're just trying to make a buck being like a fucking low key arms dealer or something, you just gave a literal serial killer access to guns. Like there's a reason that he wasn't allowed to have guns. Yeah, there was a reason he can't purchase them. Yeah, and you were like, I know better. Must it's have been fine. good money. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that's why people do this shit. It's got to be, but like yeah. you, you got to have some kind of conscience, right? Conscience. Right? Like, guilty conscience. Yeah. Fucked up. Super fucked up. But I feel so bad for all those victims, man. Kayla survived. That's pretty fucking cool. She She went through some shit. And Uh, um, yeah, I cannot even imagine being in her shoes. But Jesus Christ. Did they they say, sorry if you said this already. Did they say how long she was in there for? I want to say it was like two months. (gasps) Stop. I'm pretty sure. That's on, insane. Let me, double check. let me double check. Oh, my God. Two fucking months. They found her on November 3rd. She went missing August 30th. August 31st. Oh, my God. So two months and some days. Jesus fucking Christ. How did she survive? Like, why did he kill the other girl? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane? So he's in prison for life, but he's, he's still alive? He's in prison life? for life. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. On that note, if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgdpodcast at gmail.com. See, I can't do this. Nope. Go to isgdpodcast.com. If you want to email us, go ahead and do that at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Our Crush handle it. is at isgdpodcast. 
You can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Uh, also Beautiful. join the Facebook pod group, the Hell Goddamn yeah. Pod Group. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We do stuff. And it's great. <laughs> come to CrimeCon if you're not here already because this episode comes out on the last day of it. So miss you. Hope we saw you. Sorry, I am dying of a migraine. Stacy's <laughs> dying of a migraine, so we're going to cut it off. Sorry if I missed anything. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.